All right, welcome back to another edition of Six Pack Cinema. It's April 27th, 2018, and you're listening to the latest installment of Headliners. This week we're covering celebrity deaths, Bill Cosby's conviction, the latest in the Apu controversy, and looking ahead to the probable record-smashing release of Avengers Infinity War. Per usual, I'm joined by Jimmy and Dave. I'm Shan. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Guys, how you been? I've been good. A little yeah. hectic in my life lately, but pretty good. How about y'all? Stupendous. Let's get into it. The uh, The big news this week has been uh, celebrity deaths. Uh, the first one to go was Avicii, a.k.a. Tom Ber- Bergling. He's dead at 28. He was uh, found dead. I, I thought it was found dead on someone's lawn. No, he was found dead in a town called Oman. That made it a little less interesting for me. But yeah, he was a... Uh, he was a great DJ. He he got me into my uh, my heavy kick of uh, EDM back when I was coming out of college. It was a weird, wild time for for Sheehan. Levels uh, introduced levels. everyone to EDM. Levels changed like, my life. <laughs> like EDM was was its own niche, like music, until that song came out, and now it's in every club, every house party in college. It's still my constant rotation. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's been in constant rotation in my office since we found out he died. I don't like uh, EDM music at all, really, but Levels, what I would do back in college, like 2011 or 2010, whatever it was, songs that I did like, I would just Google that song, Levels, Mix, and just hope that <laughs> someone had done that. And that was <laughs> nice. like how I liked EDM then. Nice. So backdoor it. Yeah. And there was always a mix with Levels, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all, yeah, you could most likely find it. And some of them are really shitty, though. But what what bothered me the what bothered me about that was the the lyrics. It says sometimes I get a feeling, a feeling I've never had before, and it always kind of irked me. It's like, well, if you've never had that feeling, how do you sometimes get it? I, Makes I you think. Makes you know what I? You know what? Talking music. You know what? Avicii and all these DJs like weirded me out about the whole situation. They mm-hmm. made the music, and then they would hire a singer, and they would do the lyrics, and they would get all the credit, which makes sense. But then like. People like Britney Spears, someone's making all of her music and writing all of her lyrics, and she's just singing. But in mm-hmm. in her genre, she gets all the credit. But in EDM, the guy who does all the work gets the credit, which makes sense. But it's like weird. Because like, oh, who sings the vocals on Levels? I don't fucking know. No. Kanye? Yeah, I got no idea. Any other genre, you know that name, and you don't know Avicii. Yeah. It's weird. Breaking, oh. gra- groundbreaking. So, yeah. Um, My mind's blown. So he was autopsied twice for some reason. They said there was no claim of foul play or criminal evidence. Uh, basically, all we know is that he just wasn't murdered. Now, you got some new information, Dave, that I hadn't heard yet? Yeah, he was Yeah, well, I, I saw that breaking just as I uh, left work tonight. His family had said he was suffering from depression, and that they believe it was suicide, which now, is was it, was super... it suicide as in, like, let's call it uh, pills or, or knife kind of thing? Or is it like, hey, I'm going to go on one last bender because... He had some serious uh, health yeah. issues. Yeah, he retired from performing a couple of years ago due yep. to his body failing from alcohol, like alcoholism. Yep. He didn't have his so. gallbladder or appendix, and he was a, I, a, it didn't acute specify pancreatic hepatitis. Yeah, pancreas. I, I feel like he's probably just wasn't enjoying life anymore and was depressed. So he he. This is just me guessing. He took a bunch of pills to 
get out yeah. of the pain. He was in, he was like a serious alcoholic at 21, which is tough. Yeah. It's tough. Well, to I mean, he well, blew up at like 17. He became like an international superstar. Yeah, when you when you're rich and you're 21, it's kind of it's part of the deal. So Mm-hmm. Sucks. Too bad. He was very, very, very talented, but he's gonna go. I mean, technically, he's going out on top. His 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 hit list is full of bangers. Is it? I only know levels. Yeah, no, but he's it's it's really substantial. So. I feel like if you heard the other songs, you'd know them. You just didn't know they were him. Yeah, All definitely right. clips. So, all right. Uh, next up is a, a much smaller actor, <laughs> is uh, Vern Troyer. Dead at 49, uh, he had apparently been on life support since uh, early April when police picked him up after they uh, got a call of him being drunk and suicidal. He was treated for alcohol poisoning. Um, Family said he suffered from alcoholism and was in in and out of rehab several times. Mini-Me had a tough life, apparently. Yeah, I mean, what what gets Mini-Me drunk? Uh, Airplane bottle? Like a little uh, nip? One PBR. All right, this this might be super not appropriate or like pc are you gonna say happy he's dead no 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 not at all i I loved him as an actor i just like is 49 Uh, a long time i loved loved him in his acting chops man no one no one better i loved him in the austin power movies i loved his ability to be very short yeah Um, no one did it better he got cradled like a baby by mike myers perfectly um exactly but is 49 like a, a long time for a little I th- person? I see, think I, it is. I thought, no, no, no. I, th- I thought so, too. He was supposed to live, like, a full life. He wasn't, what? I, he wasn't I could have a little person. Little people have shorter... Yeah, he was. But no, like, he was. He, he was didn't have dwarfism, different I think. than your normal little person. Yeah, he wasn't the same uh, build as Dinklage. No. Or... or no, um, but there, there's different, like, types of dwarfism. He definitely... He obviously had one. Yeah, well, well whatever it was, it, it was, it was not a factor, and he was not supposed to live... Uh, a shortened life. Oh, well, that's really sad then. Fuck. Well, you were over here happy about it two seconds ago. I well, know. no. I, I, I was like, maybe he lived a really long time for a little person. Nope. Nope. He had a little life. Moving on. We, uh... <laughs> so, as we all know, there's a steadfast rule in Hollywood. People die in threes. So, who's your guest for the next uh, person to go? Stan Lee. Jim- Oh, that was mine. Oh, really? Stanley was mine. He's getting his blood drained in some scheme that we talked about last week. He's old as hell. He's gone. He's a goner. That's that's an easy, that's a cheap one. Yeah, I feel like especially everyone's been trying to take advantage of him. And there's been yeah. reports for like a year now that sometimes he seems really lucid at like conventions. Sometimes he doesn't seem like to know where he is. Well, he's 95 years old. Of exactly. I mean, he's just, he's old. He's dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just playing yeah. the odds. All right, well, that's a, that's a solid, safe choice. Mine, I've had the same pick for about six years, and he's failed me every time. Uh, Bruno Mars. Why? 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 Do you see that man dance? That's, that's by the help of a lot of cocaine. He's a, he is on a lot of drugs to do what he does in and out. I don't he's, think he is. Isn't he I, one of those people who's, like, very, like, openly against drugs? No. No, he's not. Oh, I thought no. he was. So, I mean, you have, to have, you have to have a pick, and that's just my constant pick. Well, it's it not sucks. crazy to think a guy who is in uh, music business and a solid gold dancer who loves to party is going to die soon. Yeah. All right. Good talk, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Googling Bruno Mars drugs. I'll get back to you. All right. Well, All in right. the meantime. Oh, yeah. He got arrested for cocaine. Says sex is better on cocaine. Sabo. Oh. Okay. Does that raise my rankings a little bit? 
A Charm. little bit. All right, but I'll Stan give you Lee's that. Better. Oh yeah, Stanley well, yeah, definitely also does cocaine. I will. I will give you that. Stanley's probably going to die before Bruno Mars. Whatever. Um, Cinema Con. Have you heard of Cinema Con before? Or is this a new thing? I never heard. I've of it. never heard of it before, but I see it everywhere in all the trades like the last couple weeks. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Sony started it because they were like, "Oh, Comic Con's big. Let's do our own thing." And it's. I think it's a brilliant idea. So uh, Quentin Tarantino was there, and he was doing a uh, an interview with a with his cast or his crew for uh, his new movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, he's, I'm over Tarantino as a person. I love his movies, but Tarantino is just a dick. His quote is um, about his movie, it's very hush-hush and top secret, but I can tell you that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood takes place in 1960 at the height of the counterculture hippie revolution and the height of New Hollywood. Street by street, block by block, we will transform Los Angeles into the Hollywood of 1969. Fuck him. Did you just say we're doing a period piece? I don't know why you're upset with him. I'm so into this movie, and yeah, I'm so I'm, into the way he described it, and I'm also so into the title, which you said you didn't like. Yeah, same. Oh, try to, I mean, try to read a, an article with it, and every other time, every other sentence says, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's its own sentence. It's just got, got me all convoluted. But it's like a, it's I like love a it. play it's on it. It's an homage very, to, yeah. um, fucking, what's it, Once Upon a Time in Shanghai or in Shaolin? I mean, there's Once Upon a Time in tons of Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, yeah, he said, like, I forget whatever the original one was. It's somewhere in China, but, like, that's one of his favorite movies growing up, which is why he's naming it this. Yeah, right. also, well, I, the, I, the hippie movement and, like, Manson and uh, Sharon Tate and that story is so cool. Story. Like, the Beach Boys oh, yeah. are involved. Did you know that? That the Beach Boys? Yeah. That's how Manson got involved with the hippie movement. Uh, one of the Beach Boys, like, picked him up hitchhiking and then would have parties at the house. And, really? uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, Brian Wilson, maybe, or I don't know which one. And he got out of the house beforehand because he was like, this guy's getting a little weird. But that's how like they got involved. It's a super cool story. And Margot Robbie's playing Shannon Tate, Sharon Tate. Yes. And there's Brad Pitt and Leo who are confirmed to be in it. And do you know who's apparently in talks to play Manson? Who? I thought one of them were. No, oh. they're not. Johnny Depp. Tom Cruise. Oh. Tom Cruise? I think Tom Cruise awesome. would be great as Manson. That is a perfect casting. If they can lock him down, a cult leader. Try hard, be crazy. Yeah, mm. Tom Cruise right is going to play a cult leader. No way. Oh yeah, exactly. It's it's just so perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Manson's in his like when he was younger, like back then, he was supposed to be like a very like classically handsome guy, just with a weird energy about him, and was like very charismatic, which is Tom Cruise to a T. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be great. Um. Do you think they're going to focus on the murdering half or the build-up and kind of, like, cut the murder? And, no, it's Tarantino. Of course they're not murdering. From what I've read, it kind of jumps around in time like Pulp Fiction does. So, okay. like, some part of the story will happen, then there will be stuff from earlier, and then stuff from way later. So right. I, I feel like the murders are going to be a part of it, but he said it's not specifically about the Manson. The Man- Manson murders, that's just the backdrop, backdrop of the whole story. Hmm. Manson also okay. killed the hippie movement completely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's probably going to be like, I, I'm thinking of, what was it, Summer of Sam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that movie? And the, that was, it was, the backdrop was the Yankees uh, season. Yeah, it was an ESPN yeah. miniseries. Ooh. Was okay. that Was that Summer of Sam? I'm talking about the movie, though. Oh, well, they made an ESPN miniseries about Summer of Sam and the Yankees and shit like that. Yeah, that was good, too. That happened in my right. mom's neighborhood when she was... Around the age of those people dying. No shit. That's, well, that's terrifying. That's fucking scary. They, uh, she like, dye, she wasn't she dye her hair? Like, 
she wasn't allowed to go outside. She dyed her hair, right? Uh, no, I think she just you know wasn't allowed to be with any boys. Yeah, a lot of people were dyeing their hair uh, blonde because he he never attacked blondes. Mm, interesting. And he would attack yeah. people that were with people. Yep. Lovers. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. Speaking of predators, uh, Bill Cosby was found guilty of sexual assault today. He faces 15 to 30 years in jail, and this is marks the uh, the first actual uh, victory in the court of law for the Me Too movement. So that's good on awesome. everyone. Yes, hope, he, hope he enjoys all those uh, pudding pops in jail. It's insane yeah. that he was going around doing stand-up like after it came out and before he got in jail. And did you hear he swore at the at the, the DA? At the DA, because he was trying to get it. The DA didn't want the, the they, they wanted the, the revoke bail, and I believe they did. I still don't think Bill Cosby understands he did anything wrong, and I don't think no. he thought he was doing anything wrong at the time. Which is just like, Jesus, dude, you're fucking sick in the head. Yeah, that's why it took so like little time to to convict him. They only they only deliberate deliberated for under two days, which is mm-hmm. substantially Wildly short fast, for yeah. fifteen to thirty years. Yeah, they. I'm pretty sure he basically said, "Yeah, what's the big deal?" You ever point. seen the clip with him and Larry King when they laugh about it? No, no. I, I don't oh, think they I like have. talk about the drug and like you remember. Lucy's, whatever the hell it's called. You remember Lucy's? And Larry King's like, ah, yeah. And Bill Cosby goes, give a girl a Lucy, she does whatever you want. And they laugh about that's, it. That's real bad. So, like, they yeah. didn't... Well, I mean, it's been, like, an open secret in Hollywood for... Like, Hannibal Burris is the one who started this whole thing, because he made a joke in one of his set, and people were, like, were, were reporting, or reporting on it and, like, questioning him, and he was like, well, I just made a joke. Like, everybody knows. You can go ask Joe Schmo down the street in Hollywood. They know he rapes girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. I think it's I think it's crazier that he tried to stand up with his glossy, fogged out eye. Yeah. Oh yeah. He looks like a like a Bond villain. Do you Terrible. guys think he'll actually go to jail though? He'll die in jail. Oh, put him on my oh. death. Yeah, actually, I don't think I don't think call. he'll ever make it to jail. He's already pretty much fully blind, and he's going deaf now too. Mm-hmm. And his lawyers will appeal long enough that he'll just die outside of jail. Uh, I don't know. I I think. With the with the uh, the high level uh, of this this case and the whole movement in general, they need to make an example of it. And what better way than just get, throw a senile, old, ugly ass, terrible demon man in jail? Yeah, I mean he's Did he you... is he is the worst. Oh, for sure. Did you see the uh, picture? It was going viral this afternoon of his lawyer was just like dozing in court when like the really? defense was presenting stuff because his lawyer just clearly didn't give a fuck. Was it the lawyer or was it the judge? That was the judge. Oh, it may have been the judge. Yeah, the I judge. Don't think it, so. Cause, no, because it was it was um it was one of those courtroom sketches, and the judge was literally just like this on the on the bench. <laughs> that's so, amazing. For people who are listening, that's me putting my hand to my face. <laughs> okay. Great radio. Yep. All right. Any more on uh, on Cosby? You guys want to add? No. Nope. Fuck him. Good job. Nope. Good job. The law. All right. Yep. Next up, uh, Hank Azaria says that his eyes have been opened and he's willing to step aside from playing Apu on The Simpsons. If you've been living under a rock, the whole Apu controversy has been going on since November, since that documentary came out, The uh, the Problem with Apu. Basically, it's saying that the, the Simpsons have not appropriated culture, really, but just made a made a joke out of, uh, out of a culture, and it's 
obviously it's just racist. It's just straight up racist. And no matter how funny it is or how true it may be, the fact that it's uh, white guys writing about it and a white guy voicing the character and the character being hitting every single one of the stereotypes, it's offensive and it's problematic and it paints the uh, Indian people in a bad, bad way, I guess. So, I hate this so much. I'm so angry over it. See, I'm torn because... Oh, good. I'm completely on um, anti-Apu side. Okay. So, hey, here we go. Let's buckle I, up for this I one. think it, it's, it's so stupid. Like, doing it, creating it new now, I could see how that's kind of problematic. But Oh, back kind when, of? Yeah. Well, back when it was created, it, it wasn't problematic. Like, you because have to, you we can't were... judge... But you can't you can't judge past works on today's standards. I feel like, and but it, something but should be grandfathered in. But it, and also, Apu Apu is one of the least stereotypes in the show. He's a loving like he's the smartest one of the smartest people in Springfield. He's he a is. loving father and husband. He owns his own company. He's the one. Uh, he got a degree in science. Yeah, he's see that, a great that, bowler. That, that, he's that a very right fleshed yeah, out so character. So did that, you watch right the documentary, there, Dave? Dave? I've only seen clips of it. I haven't okay, seen because they like that exact thing? argument they laugh at. Yeah, Dave. If the guy if the guy has his own business, he's got a science degree, and he's a very intelligent, one of the most intelligent people in town. Mm-hmm. He's running the Quickie Mart. Racist. And that's that's not I'm, even the problem. But, the problem is, that, and 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 it, it's not. You're saying that it wasn't a problem back in the day. It was. We just didn't know. But <laughs> we, no. We but care. also, this this is a show that satire. It satires everyone. There's Italian like stereotypes there's black stereotypes there's white stereotypes there's indian stereotypes there's scottish stereotypes and like but all of those people had a voice in hollywood and in like media culture where they could say like hey we're actually not like this look i'm a famous actor i'm italian i'm irish this is me where the indian never i agree never that's hollywood's problem though that's not on the simpsons because the simpsons decided to have a fleshed out better character who happened to be indian that that but, seems like Hollywood should have like ha, like that's Hollywood's overall problem, not the Simpsons. They're not but, responsible for all no, of Hollywood. No, it was just like a but percentage in culture and like media and like world. Like, thank you, come again. I said that as a little kid to probably yeah. like some Indian kids in my school, and I didn't realize I was being an asshole. But they probably dreaded it. If you watch this documentary, they all said like every single Indian in America has had that said to them. That's fucked up. When you really think about it, if every single Indian in America is saying, yeah, this was like a bully from my childhood, I hated it. Like Kumar, I don't know the actor's name, from Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. He said he fucking hated Apu. Which is wild to me because his character, a thousand times more stereotype, like more of a stereotype and a worse stereotype in those movies. But but he's actually Indian. He's not a middle-aged white man playing Because he's Indian, he can portray Indians as more of a stereotype? Yes, Actually, that's, yes. That's racism, I feel like. That's just as racist. Like, you either can make fun of something or you can't. He didn't have a matter. fake accent. And then all the Indian actors tell tell the story of how when they are in shows now and, they, and Hollywood wants them to play that stereotyped actor, they ask them to do the Apu accent because that's not even really – <laughs> an Indian accent that they have. They have to. They are doing a fake accent because Hank Azari based his off a white guy doing a bad Indian accent from a future past movie. So the whole thing is just based on misrepresentation. So sure, like America was ignorant back then, and it happened, but that doesn't mean it wasn't bad. Or, or I, I didn't I hurt think tons of people in a show where every character is a stereotype and extremely exaggerated. 
you can't call out one character then. Then you should say all of The Simpsons is horrible and every character is no, horrible. No, because not, but they don't. Because every other person, like we said, had a voice where you can back it up. Like, yes. And but once it, again, that's not on The Simpsons. That's on the rest of Hollywood. They should cast more Indian people and things. No, and they should have like back in then, life, but... dude. Not in the Hollywood. I didn't know many Indian people in the U.S. So we were taking this really, really small minority that not a lot of people encountered in their day to day, and blowing it up as a cartoon. So, like, if I lived in an Indian community, I would be like, "Oh, that's just a joke. They're not actually like that. That's not what they sound like." But I, but in America, they were such a minority back then that we didn't have those. It's not in Hollywood. It's in life. They were picking on this. Uh, really small percentage the, of people. The clips I've seen have all said it was just because there wasn't representation in Hollywood. So I, I don't know about that, but I still feel like. No, I watched the whole forty. That, that, that's even better for Indians. That's even better for Indians than if they were such a minority that they were included equally along with all the other races in a horrible light. <laughs> but oh, not Dave. horrible. He's one of the oh, best Dave. characters. But oh, for God. them, it's a, in a horrible light. Yeah, but Dave, I mean, they're, they're, the people. Like, the people who seem to be upset about this. Can I, can people both of seem... you need to breathe, okay? So, Dave, can I paint you a picture, okay? You got a schoolyard full of uh, nice white young kids. No, no minorities whatsoever, okay? That's horrible. Be, okay? Uh, in the corner, one kid's sitting down. He's tying his shoes, playing with a yo-yo, whatever. One kid is making fun of him brutally. Is that okay? Because, I mean, it's only one person doing it, and, I mean, no one else is really doing it. So... But th- and he's been doing it since he's been doing it since last week. So I mean, he might as well keep doing it because it's just part of his thing. Well, no, can you, can I rebut? Like, I'm, go ahead. The show's not making fun of him. Is my point is that he is one of the most stand-up and best characters on the show. Is some of it stereotyped? Yes, the accents exaggerated the same way Homer's alcoholism and he beats his children is exaggerated. Cartoon. So you yeah. comparing yeah. like living as an. Indian person to an alcoholic that beats no, his children? I, no, I said his accent is exaggerated <laughs> the same way there are other characters, characteristics of every character. All I know is if every in, Indian person or a South Asian person uh, says, yeah, that is really offensive and it offended us and ruined my childhood, I, I'm going to say, oh, okay, well, as a white guy, that shouldn't have happened and I don't really have any sense. I, yeah, I also don't okay. know any Indian people in real life who have had a problem with it. It seems to be only these people in this document documentary. Which is every okay. single Indian person in Hollywood. Yeah, no, there, there was there's a good uh, focus group, Dave. Um, there's like every... But so that was... That was that we, we, we just talked about the, the leading up and the background and everything. Fine, let's cut that off there because we can go all day. Um, how about let's right. talk about... Let's talk about going forward. What should they do? I like... Because I think, I think what they did... With uh, with Lisa and the mom two weeks ago, was real fucking bad. Basically, I think it was real tone deaf, but I love the move. Okay, so basically what happened was the mother was trying to read the book to the daughter, and she was saying like, "Well, I don't know. This is I'm, I'm trying to remove all the uh, the politically incorrect and the insensitive material, but I just come up with a very bland, not even a story." And then Lisa turns to the camera and says, "What? It's like sometimes pe- people start off something with the good intentions, and they don't realize what's doing bad, and it's." People, it was okay and it was, it was acclaimed for it, but now it's changed and it's bad. Something I like mean, that. Just, yeah, but like, count, man. the argument that, hey, this wasn't offensive 20 years ago, so it, it, you can't be offended by it now, is so stupid because these people are saying it was offensive 20 years ago. You just didn't know about it because our voice wasn't big enough to reach you. 
we just, we, they just finally noticed, or they finally got uh, a yeah. big enough voice to yeah. I thought it was toned for them to hear. But moving forward, I really liked what Hank Zari said when he was on Colbert, and he seemed genuine. And he said, I, I don't feel comfortable doing it anymore. He's like, I'm fine to transition it. Like, maybe they write in the story that Apu goes back to his homeland and starts talking normal, and they give it to another, an actual Indian actor who does a normal Indian accent. Like, that's what Hank Azari kind of said. I don't watch The Simpsons anymore. I don't even know. But that seemed like a logical and easy solution. Very reasonable. Yeah, I, I, I could see that being a reasonable thing. I actually don't think he genuinely believes this. I think it's all PR. Because no. as, recently, as recently as, like, in December, he was giving interviews being like, yeah, it's kind of bullshit. But, like, if they're offended, I'll stop. Oh, he didn't watch the documentary. This is all afterwards. He I said, mean, the he, documentary he, is two years old, and he was saying this a couple months ago. Yeah, he didn't see it. Um, he says his eyes have been opened since he saw it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's he, kind of PR. I mean, yeah, he's an actor, um, but he seemed pretty, pretty genuine to me. Yeah. And, and, and the, the documentary is good. It's only like 50 minutes long, but it's got, it's got a lot of cool actors in it, uh, like Aziz Ansari. Okay, so I've seen most of it. I feel like I've seen like 25, 30 minutes of it. Just it's really good. I, I, uh, the only thing is like all the, the main guy who did the documentary is kind of a zero. Yeah. Like if yeah. it was someone else forefronting it or spearheading it, it'd be better. He's a comedian, but he's not really funny. So. Yeah. Well, also, I know I know when the documentary first came out, he was like, no, I love the character. I think it's funny, but it was problematic. And then since, like, he got a ton of fame from it, he's been like, no, the character needs to go. No, no. In, no. in the documentary, he says that. He says, yeah, I, I laugh. He is funny. Yeah, no. But you if like you check him. out his Twitter now, he's very anti-Apu even being a character. Well, I mean, you can like something and you, you can think it's funny, but at the same time, being it's, it can be wrong. Everyone likes to like the bad thing. Well, he said that. He he even did like fake accents in his stand up, and then he had like he grew up like uh, matured and had like a change of like, which is normal. He was probably a young yep. teenager just trying to do anything, and now he's an adult with opinions. Yeah. All right, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and kill this topic. We we <laughs> we talked a lot about it. It's great. I I really hope that they uh, figure it out. I'm glad I'm not the person that has to decide or deal with it. Um, side note: Check out Brockmire. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I still got to finish the first season. Oh my god, it's great! He is born to, bl- to play uh, Brock Meyer. Yeah, it's a uh, for people out there who don't know, he is a super old school um, baseball color man and play by play. He's he's yeah. a one man talking show. He's alcoholic. He's been he he's been jaded and and shut out, and it's just perfect. So check it out. Season two premiered last night or Wednesday rather, and it uh, it's picked right up. Picked up right where it left off. Cool. All right. We good? All right. So that, that's good. So we're get that's done with the headlines. Let's talk about uh, last week's box office. A Quiet Place crushed it again. Uh, $20.9 million in the weekend. Up to 131 That's just... It's good it, that's, for them. It's great. I haven't seen it yet. But I'm sure it's awesome. You guys saw it. You loved it. Uh, it's going to come to an abrupt end for their, their lead in the <laughs> box office next this week. Oh, yeah. Um, Rampage, I don't give a fuck about. Uh, I Feel Pretty got $16 million and Super Troopers got 15, 15.1 at three and four spot. Um, I Feel Pretty, I think they'll probably make a couple million more. Super Troopers, dead in the water. Absolutely no chance of making any more money than that. $15 million is way more than they deserve. Yeah. Which is still like triple the budget. Oh, yeah, and it was crowdsourced, so it wasn't really a budget. It was free money. Yeah. 
So good on these guys for uh, you know snaking it. Truth or dare is that uh, what thirty point three million now? Total, yep, seven point seven over the weekend. Truth or dare that? I, I'm not I a horror movie guy. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I heard how it ends. Can I spoil it for you guys? Go nuts. So like the whole premise of the movie is like decades ago, some kids were playing like Truth or Dare, and a demon was like in the woods near them and heard them and like possessed the game. Of Truth or Dare, so how it is, is you can only ask for truth twice, and you have to do whatever the dare is, or it, you die, and you have to get other people to join the game, or you die. So it's just been going on from kids for, like, mm. the past couple of decades, and then at the end, the girls decide, like, er, at first it looks like they're going to decide to just die and, like, take the game out with them and not bring other people into it, but instead they make a YouTube video that goes viral and infects, like, the whole world. Yeah, which right, I, so I like that. That's like a that's cabin so in the woods stupid. type. That's like such like a fuck the like. That's the ring basically with the VH yeah. ta- VHS tape. Yeah, the VHS tape or like mm-hmm. the end of uh, cabin in the woods where they're like, "Fuck it, we're not going to play your game. The world can just end." Yep. Oh well, so that's I, I like that twist. It's a little bit different. What what got me was every time they're about to die or get hurt, like they their face turned into like uh, that guy from V for Vendetta. Yeah, that oh, weird yeah. smile. Yeah, yeah really, guy, the guy Fox. I hated it. So, mm-hmm. fuck that movie. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about trailers that just came out this week. Mm-hmm. What did you guys pick up to talk about? I got a great one for you guys this week. It's Woman Walks Ahead. Have you guys watched it? Yep. I have. I am so excited for this movie. I, I lo- First, I love that Westerns are back. Between this, Hostel... So why don't you, why don't you uh, give a synopsis of what it basically is? Well, yeah. All right. So... What it is, is a widow travels from New York out to, I believe it's Montana, to paint the Indian chief sitting bull. For those of you who don't know, he was the last of the Lakota uh, chiefs. He was, he was defeated Custer. He was a great uh, inspiration to the Native American people. And this deals with her interviewing and painting him at the time shortly before his death. Yeah. Okay. And it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's a true story. The yes. She's uh she was like a Swiss 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 portrait painter. It's Dakota, and she traveled to, and uh, yeah, she traveled and she like hung out with them and shit. So it's got Sam Rockwell. This is also like my number one trailer out right now. I love westerns. Mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell and Jessica Chastain plays the main, and I don't know the actor who plays Sitting Bull, but it looks awesome. It's directed. It looks- it's. Um, it's directed by well, the director hasn't done much, but she did Generation Chill, Kill on HBO. I don't know if anyone's seen that. The writer, I haven't, but I've heard good. It's things. written by the same guy, and it's adapted screenplay, obviously. But it's he, it's the, by the guy who did Peaky Blinders, Stephen Knight, and Taboo, the uh, Tom Hardy show on FX. Mm. So that got nice. me like really excited. Oh, for sure. I my one thing is I'm way more interested in Sitting Bull's story than hers. But I hope they're kind of just using her as a good framing device for his last, like, few days or, like, weeks alive or whatever it is. Yeah. Sitting Bull. Yeah. You watch Ken Burns' documentary. I fall asleep to that all the time. The West. Really? Yeah, I love Ken Burns' documentaries. They are my favorite. It's a good, your your your, uh, your nighttime, bedtime story? Yep. It's just, cool. like, background noise and then a narrator. So it's like a bedtime story. Yeah. Like you said. Nice. Yeah. I can get behind that. All right. Well, I picked up uh, 
the Venom trailer, the the first like substantial Venom trailer came out this week. Uh, if you don't know Venom, it's probably the most like polarizing uh, character for comic books. Not polarizing, most awesome villain. <laughs> just That's the up. exact opposite of polarizing. Well, so yeah, no, I, I just used the completely wrong word. It's it's just fucking incredible. It's uh, iconic. That's what I'm thinking. Iconic. Mm-hmm. It uh, his his face. It looks like Spider Man. If Spider Man had like an alligator mouth, crazy, awesome. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, I've been jacked up for it. This trailer sucks. I it like looks... how Venom looks. I just hate everything else about the movie. I don't like how Venom looks. It looks too bulky. I mean, Venom. I always I always well, thought of he Venom is as bulky. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. It just doesn't come off right. The proportions are just a little bit off. I don't know if it's just the early uh, early CG that they're just, like, pumping out because everyone's demanding it. I don't know. But yeah. I, I do know they, me, they typically work on CG until, like, the very a end. month yeah, a month or a couple of weeks before the movie's actually released. So. Yeah, so uh, what bothered me the most, it wasn't it wasn't the, the CG. It wasn't the story. I mean, the story looks kind of your typical Marvel bullshit. It um, it was how Tom Hardy spoke, and I hope I don't get in trouble by saying this, but it reminded it. It was like he was trying to impersonate I am Sam. <laughs> if you if yeah. you watch the trailer can... and you and you and you think of I am Sam, it's just spot on. Which I think there could be a good story there between Venom taking over someone like that. Mm-hmm. But that's is, not what this story is. is he's he, supposed is, is, to no. He's supposed to be a like deep investigative journalist, and he talks like is he's he quirky? A little bit of, is he like kind of one no, of those weird shut-ins? No, his character was like always. Well, there's there's two renditions of the character of Eddie Brock, where he's either just like a wisecracking New York reporter, which mm-hmm. is that's this. He's a New York reporter who moved to uh, San Fran, or he was. Um, there's another version of Eddie Brock where he was. Uh, in the Marines and lost his legs, and then Venom takes over and it gives him the ability to walk again and he fights crime. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever that is, it's it's got some problems. I think they relied too heavily on the fact that everyone was just banging down the door to see a Venom movie, and they kind of just cheaped out on the writing. Also, the tagline is the shittiest tagline. What's, embrace what's the tagline? your in, embrace your inner antihero. Yeah, antihero has just been. Oh, there's, there's Which, one anti-hero here, and it is, it's Deadpool. You well, and also just use demon. Embrace your inner demon works for Venom. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's not a hero. I am impressed because I felt like this trailer kind of showed a lot of what what the movie is going to be, but they still haven't shown Carnage yet, which is impressive. Which is Michael Keaton? No, no, no. no uh, Willie, Woody, uh, Woody, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson. Yeah. Who will be a per like he could be a perfect Carnage at least. Yeah, we'll see. Jimmy, what yeah. do you thought? What do you think about this? I like Tom Hardy. <laughs> That's all and I that got. Was, and that, and and that, that was, was Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy talking comics. All right, so that uh, we'll, we'll move on from trailers. Uh, coming out this weekend is really only one movie because no one's dumb enough to come up against Avengers: Infinity War. The, I mean, I'm dying to see it. I know Dave is. I'm so pumped. I'm seeing it tomorrow night. Yeah, Jimmy's jacked up too. I know. I can see it in your eyes, kid. Can you imagine anyone being dumb enough to see anything else this weekend? Because the, the theaters were packed. They they are, they had to add a a ton more showings because as of Monday, uh, over a thousand showings that have been sold out in major cities. They they've they've, they've added three o'clock and four o'clock showings to make up for it. People are still 
just banging them out entirely. They're projected to get $498 million in sales in the first weekend uh, globally, which is monster numbers. That's just amazing. Stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, we all have MoviePass. We love MoviePass. Shout out, sponsor the pod. Mm-hmm. But I still bought tickets like a month ago to make sure I could see this. I go by myself, so, I mean, I, you can find a single seat anywhere. The kids' movies yeah. well, are dead. The what? what? Do you mean? Think about movies we watched when we were little. They're dead. Yeah. What? Like I have no idea what you mean. I, like um, Moana no. and Coco just like broke no. records. No, no, no non-animated, no, no, no. non-superhero movies. Oh, are like dead. Sandlot. Like Sandlot. Like Little Big League. Like Green. Like the Big Green. Like uh, three. Well, wasn't there just a three, nin- just an- three ninjas? Mighty Ducks. Three ninjas. None of those. Well, no, we just don't. We we don't want to watch them. No, they're, they're dead. They're definitely still out there. They're definitely still out there. My nephews watch them, and I, they always have them on. And I'm like, "What the fuck in, is this shit?" In it's theaters, horrible. Young, young, like like high school age kids in theaters, sports movies or anything, they're dead. They're, they're, they don't exist anymore. Last week, uh, Dolphins came out, man. That was about dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember. That's for kids. He was looking for the silly side. It's crazy. No, yeah, it's well. Somebody said, oh, yeah, uh, the guy who, who directed Super Troopers 2. I, I saw an interview with him last year where he was trying to get uh, studios to pick up that piece of shit movie. And he, he he was saying that he was struggling because studios don't want to make a movie if it doesn't have a cape in it. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, you know what, dude, that, that's – you're right. It's, you're, you're up against it because unless you come to, with, a, um, with a 10-year plan for uh, multiple movies that lead up to a, an ensemble at the end, it's not – it's not gonna work, but I mean, then again, if he screened thirty seconds of his movie to anyone, they would have walked anyway. So yeah, like Free Willy, I Air Bud, though none of these kids Free, movies. Free Willy and and Dolphins are probably similar. Um, Dolphins had Finding no Nemo? actors. Finding, Finding Nemo. Nemo. Finding Nemo is an animation. Okay, fine. Um, but I, I I actually disagree that with the theory that or with what he said that nobody wants anything that's not heroes and capes anymore. I would have agreed with it before we started doing this podcast. But now I see so many more movies that I normally would just wait till I could stream, and they're all in theaters. It's just people don't go see them. Well, no, that's because casual casual moviegoers, people who don't go every week and have to look for something new to see, they're they wait like once every couple months, and then there's this new blockbuster coming out, and all the blockbusters are Marvel, DC, you know, those yeah. those big budget. Action but that movies. that's why like production companies and theaters should embrace uh, MoviePass. It's getting people in to see these smaller things because the only thing you're really worried about is a couple hours of your time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm loving the way movies are going, personally. Yeah. I'm selfish. Because, I, I mean, I, I get my, my good superhero fix because I'm a big fan, but I also love these high-quality movies that we see that come around Oscar season. Yeah, Oscar season's good. Other than that, my, the movies I like aren't in theaters. Yeah. Well, you yeah. get to see a movie every every day. About two or three hours in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Netflix mm-hmm. has two movies out that are looking good, but I'll say we'll save that for okay another time. Okay, okay. All right, so uh, I'm going to wrap it up there. That's uh, been the headliners for this week. Check out Monday. We're going to be releasing our review of Super Troopers Two. I guess. Yeah, we we've been just bashing the shit out of it here. Forgot that we haven't heard that yet. <laughs> Forgot um, about that as well. I think it's a great <laughs> movie. Everyone should go out and smoke and see it. Yeah. No. Yeah, so we'll keep in, keep in mind the timeline later on. So, yeah, check us out. Uh, it's at Six Pack Cinema on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, reach out to us, DM us if you want us to review anything. 
Uh, we're doing a mini series uh, releasing every Wednesday um, for the Terror on AMC. It's a, that's coming to a close. Uh, four the more terror. episodes. It's a <laughs> great show. You need it's like oh, if yeah. you like if you like pirates and you like the um, True Detective. I'm going to say those. Are, that's a good combination of the two. And just survival horror. Survival like horror. That. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just damn good. Watch yeah. it and then listen to so our uh, review of it. So yeah. that uh, that's it, guys. Check us out Monday. Shout Later. out Tanuk. See ya. See ya, guys. <laughs>